Hey, this is Quentin Moore, and I'm the pastor of the Father's House, and this is our podcast. Thanks for joining us today. I hope the message inspires you, gives you faith, and lets you see that God is truly moving in your life. We hope you enjoy today's message. Here we come to the fifth statement that Christ makes while he's on the cross. I am thirsty. Knowing that everything had been finished that needed to be finished so that the scriptures could be fulfilled, Jesus cries out, I am thirsty. Here we see the humanity of the carpenter uh, captured on the cross. We see the reality of what it means for God to have become a human being and experience everything that we ourselves experience. We've listened to him as he is forgiving sinners, as he is promising paradise, as he's taking care of his mother, as he is feeling forsaken. And now this ultimate expression of humanity as it is thirsty in this weakness of this moment. We didn't get a, a Jesus in a bulletproof vest. He didn't come in a hazmat suit. He's not Iron Man he is fully embracing what it means to live and to suffer as a human being, fully experiencing everything that you and I experience. And these words, they are so just opposed against the words that say, if you believe in me, you'll never thirst, or out of your belly will come rivers of living water. How on one hand can he be the source of living water, and on the other hand, be so parched that his lips are cracking and he's heaving for breath, and acknowledging that he has a need in his human existence for water. What, what would make him stay there? Listen, he wasn't being held to that cross by nails. It, it wasn't Pilate or the Roman centurions. It wasn't even Herod that was keeping him on that cross. No, there was a thirst that was greater than his human thirst. There was a thirst for you. He had told us as he began his ministry that those that hunger and thirst for righteousness, they shall be filled. You see, he hungers and thirsts for a relationship with you and I that outweighs the thirst that he experiences in his own body. It was the thirst for you. It was a thirst for me. It was the thirst to be so intimately acquainted with us that our relationship with him and you and I would be restored. And the only way that could happen is if he completed his task, which was to die on the cross and reveal to each one of us that his love for us is stronger than death, that he would face death, he'd experience what it means to be thirsty in his flesh so that he could satisfy the hunger in his spirit, which is to know you and I in a loving relationship. And the only thing that's really going to satisfy him, you, or any one of us is to be restored into that unconditional love, that relationship that's far deeper than any of our physical or even our emotional needs. The only thing that satisfies us is an undying love. And so he experiences the thirst of death that he might experience and, and, and know the reality of what it means to be restored to you and I in that relationship that can never be severed again. It is that love that would conquer death once and for all. It is that love that would give you and I life. It's that very relationship that was greater than the thirst that he was experiencing while on that cross. It was the only way through it. And you and I today, we experience physical thirst and needs. And yet 
if we can deny them, if we can step around them and understand that this relationship with Christ is the only thing that truly brings us living water that satisfies us eternally, then we can go through the moments of our life where we too are thirsty. Christ conquered that thirst so that he could satisfy our real hunger and our real thirst. Today, as we ponder that reality, today, as we contemplate what he experienced, today, perhaps we ourselves need to recognize those things that our flesh thirsts after, that must be denied, that must be lived through. You see, he could have turned the stones into bread. He could have satisfied his own thirst, but he didn't. He waited. He waited until he was united to you and I in death, that we might be united with him in resurrection and experience the eternal life that truly satisfies and completes each and every one of us. Thank God today that he experienced and suffered our thirst, that he might satisfy our deeper need. Amen. Hey, I hope the message truly inspired you today. If it did, do a couple things for me. Subscribe to our show and it'll just drop right into your feed and you can stay current with all that we're doing. The second thing is, is if you've been impacted by this ministry, you can click the link right there in front of you and you can become one of our givers and that'll help us to keep spreading the gospel and the good news around the world. Everyone needs to hear the good news right now, maybe more than any other time. So God bless and I'll see you next time. Yeah.